Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. In this exciting podcast, we are talking about social media SEO. Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 64. We are talking about social SEO. Social media is dead. Social media is not dead. They say SEO is dead. Well, we're going to prove you wrong. We're going to talk about social media and SEO and how you need to make sure that your social media profiles are properly optimized And, of course, I'm going to be talking all about this with the lovely Heather Porter. Hey, H. Hello, Andrew. How are you? I am super, super today. Looking forward to the call today because this topic, I was able to um, teach a bunch of people, talk to to a bunch of people about this uh, recently. And uh, it was one of those topics that really was well received because there's so many things we can do in our social profiles. In fact, there's so many social profiles out there that we're all using now. But a lot of us, and even and us included, need to go back and revisit every so often to make sure that we've got all of the details that we want to have in our profiles. And we'll talk a little bit more about this later yeah. on. But how are you doing? What's going on with you? Yeah, yeah, I'm really, I'm really good. You know, same thing. I, I'm excited about this topic too because guys, uh, Andrew and I were just having a chat about it and he spoke on it. So I'm going to then, you know, kind of take his presentation and use it for this, my talk this weekend as well. Because <laughs> we, it is. We, we, call, we call it repurposing. <laughs> repurposing. And, you know, but it's such a good topic. It's so, so important. Most people have unfinished profiles all over the internet and they're just, they're doing so much work to get traffic and engagement on their social accounts. But then when the person actually wants to find out more, including the search engines, there is falls completely flat because of the unfinished profiles. So it's a, it's a timely, good little topic. Yeah, and, and before we do jump into it deeper, I just want to say that you know it's a representation of you and your business. If you've got yeah. information that's missing, that's a gap somewhere, people come along, they want to find out who you are, they go and check it out, and all of a sudden you're missing chunks. Um, it's not good for your business. So um, have a listen to this podcast today. We're going to we're going to break it down and give you a couple of tips. In fact, I think I'm going to give them uh, five tips on what to do by the end of it too. Yeah, they're good ones. Hey, um, so listen in. <laughs> yeah, so listen in. So um, here's my question for you. What did you learn this week? I know you've been out and about and doing some crazy stuff and we've just launched our, our officially our launched our online master plan series, but you've also been doing some other cool things. What did you learn this week? Yeah, so basically, um, the, and this is completely by accident because I haven't, because of our launch for Online Master Plan, I've been so busy, I haven't been looking at my Feedly as much, you know, to get all my news. So, what instead, how I discovered this thing is I use Twilert to get alerts. So, I put in my name and I get tweets to come to me whenever somebody mentions my name. This Twilert.com delivers the alerts to my inbox. So I was just in there and um, somebody had talked about me using my name and not my Twitter handle, found it, clicked on it, went into their page to check them out. And I'm like, oh my gosh, 
what's going on with the Twitter page? And so then I, you know, on Mashable, it's all over the place that Twitter is now. Guess what? Surprise, surprise, rolling out a new format for Twitter pages. And guess what? It looks more like Facebook. What a surprise. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they changed it. Um, when did they change it? No, it wasn't that long ago. They're rolling it out. I haven't got my, my profile hasn't changed and yours hasn't changed. No. Either, but um, but so, so let me ask you a question because I'm trying to find out where in the world these have been rolling out to. Was the person from Australia that had their the new layout? No. London, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. So it's interesting to find out who's yeah, who's doing what. Very so cool. how it looks, by the way, guys, is it's instead of having like in the past, a lot of people were putting their little images in the background on Twitter down the left hand side. This looks like Google Plus, like Facebook, and it has a like a cover photo that goes across the top instead. So graphically looks different. The text as well is huge. Um, that's the biggest thing I noticed was that the updates from this particular page, the actual font size was huge, like way bigger and just much different. It looks much more scrapbooky, kind of Pinteresty in in its look. Yeah, it does. It's uh, it's uh, you know, I, I spoke recently about the power of images and how how everything's changing. You know, Twitter when it started was all about 140 characters. That was it. There's nothing else you could do. And then they started letting images pop in, and then yeah. they started linking YouTube videos. Now you can see images and and uh, and uh, videos in the stream. And with this new layout, it's even more image friendly. Um, I think they understand the power of what's happening with images and stuff. And I know we've spoken about this a lot lately, but it really is just growing crazy with what's happening out there with images. It is. It's all image-based. Got to jump on the image bandwagon. Visuals, yeah. visuals. <laughs> all visuals, but, um, yes, yes, yes. Now, what have you stumbled across? Well, um, I come across this week Amazon Fresh. Amazon Fresh. Now, Amazon Fresh is – It's. I don't know if I'm excited or scared. <laughs> To be honest with you, because mm-hmm. Amazon Fresh, and I know there's already supermarkets out there that do this, but Amazon Fresh brings home delivery to a whole new level. Now, essentially, it's it's you ordering your your fresh product, your fruit, your veggies, and that sort of stuff, your supermarket items. You order it through Amazon, and they deliver it the next day um, mm. in a in a cold refrigerated bag and what have you. But the method of getting and ordering the the uh, stock or the the vegetables and that sort of stuff is mind boggling. So there's a couple of things you can do. There's the little handheld device that you can either um, speak into. So let's say you're in the pantry and you're looking for um, some some sugar. You you run out of sugar. You can just type in or say the word sugar into your little device, and it'll automatically order it for you. Stick it in your shopping cart and order it for you. Um, I'm not sure how they're going to define which sugar, which size packet you want and which brand and all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm still thinking they're working that out. Um, Although this is live right now, so it is working in places like Seattle, uh, San Francisco and LA, I think it is just at the moment. But the other cool thing is if you've got, let's say you're looking for milk, you open up the fridge and there's just a little drop of milk left. So you've still got the bottle and there's a barcode in there. You can use this little device to scan the barcode and it will know exactly what product that you're ordering from just scanning that barcode. It's very uh, it's very ingenious and then it's going to be delivered to your door the next day. It's very handy and it also this is why it scares me because you said you're, you don't know whether to be excited or scared. It scares me because technology is 
it's so convenient, but on the flip side of it, it's we're kind of forgetting how to connect with each other in, in a face-to-face environment. And if there's something this easy, it's just another excuse to not leave your house. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I can see goods and bads. You know, before I had kids, I used to like going to the <laughs> supermarket, right? I was yeah. happy to go up and down the supermarket, just wander and check out stuff and chuck it in the trolley. Now going to the supermarket with kids, I hate it. I don't like it <laughs> because <laughs> kids are everywhere. Although my kids are not too bad, I must say. Um, but I could see how some parents would just hate, hate, hate taking kids to a to a supermarket because they're everywhere. They're running all over the shop. And yeah. So um, in this sort of situation, it'd be great if you're a single parent. You know, you don't have to drag kids around because you're cooking, or if you're a, you're a busy person when you don't have time to go shopping because you're working and you're doing your stuff and you've got sporting and recreation activities and socialising. Um, who has time? to go to the supermarket so it's a good choice for those sort of people uh i guess it's like anything you know we we always when new technology comes out we all say we don't need that why would you need a mobile phone we don't need mobile phones who's (laughs) going to talk to us on that we don't need to do that we can just do it when we get home well uh, that's certainly changed the way we we see things um and i just think this is just one of those things that well we're going to either don't like it or embrace it i guess yeah, well, look, it's a smart decision for them because they already have the infrastructure, don't they, with all their trucks and delivery, and so it's not too difficult. Exactly right. They've already got the infrastructure. They don't have to go and buy extra trucks and stuff. They could probably just use yeah. what they've got. Yeah, so anyway, that's what I learned this week. It's already out and about. Um, in fact, let's see if we can add the little video to our uh, resource page about Amazon Fresh. It's a cool yeah, great idea. It goes for a minute, minute 30 or minute 40. Um, go and check it out. If you're listening to us, uh, wherever you're listening to us, go and uh, check out the resource page and watch that little video on Amazon Fresh. Perfect. So, social SEO, yeah? Yeah, social SEO. Let's uh, let's dig into talking about social SEO. I guess um, one of the things that uh, – that sort of came about was, uh, what, you know, what's what's SEO versus social SEO? And just to recap, a quick, just backtrack a little bit, social SEO basically stands for search engine optimization, as you know. And people were asking about, well, you know, what's happening with SEO these days? And, and we keep saying that as long as you're creating good content that's relevant, it's unique, it's fresh, um, Google are going to love you. Don't try mm. and don't try and game the system by creating funny dodgy links and all this other black hat that they call bits and pieces. Create good content. Um, create it that's relevant. Make sure it's relevant to what you're doing, uh, what your website's all about, and you will get naturally good SEO. Over, would you say that's yeah. right? Yeah, and I mean, we've talked before about plugins that we like. Okay, if you use WordPress, there's plugins called Yoast, which help you just put the words in the right places. So good content, you know, putting keywords in the right places, naming your images on your website with your keywords instead of like image 1.00, you know, Uh things like that. Uh Yeah, doing that over time, um, you know. It'll get you some good results. Yes. So, so then we talk about social SEO, and there's basically two sides to social SEO. There's there's optimizing your social content and your profiles, and then there's also making sure that the content you're creating on your own site is uh, has the ability to be shared with people who come and who come and read that content, so they can share it with their friends. So, mm-hmm. let's dig into optimizing your social. Um, your social content and your profiles in the beginning first, and then we can dig into the other side of it later. 
Does that sound Perfect. like a plan? Okay. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. Let's do it. All right. So um, let's let's look at Facebook. In fact, this pretty much goes for nearly all of the platforms. But one of the things you really want to make sure that you're doing is having a your keywords, the words that you want to be found for, are inside the bios of all of your social profiles. So whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Google Plus. All of in, in any other, any, in fact, any platform that you sign up for, even if it's Dig or Reddit or StumbleUpon, I highly suggest that you put as many keywords. Don't stuff it. Make it sound like it's a proper sentence. That if I was going to go there and read it, it would make sense. But the yes. keywords that you want to have inside those profiles are in there. Now, one of the things, one of the reasons that we say that is because if you're, if someone's went to Facebook and they're looking, let's say that you are a baker or you're, you're a bakery, you've got your own bakery, and they're typing in a locale with your the word bakery after it. So if you're in Sydney, let's say that you're in Manly in Sydney and you're typing Manly Bakery, you want to make sure that Facebook recognizes that your profile has those words Manly Bakery inside the, the bio. Mm. Okay, because they're going to deliver results based on what they see is available to them in their bios. And if you don't have Manly Bakery inside your bio, then you're not going to get any results coming up. Yeah, and then all the other, like if we're talking bakeries, you know, what sort of cupcakes do you have? Do you do wedding cakes? All the things that you actually do that people might be searching for online, it's important to say, this is, these, you know, these are the types of things that we produce. Exactly right, exactly. So, so have that sort of information in all of your profiles. Now, if you were to go and do a Google search, once you've got all that information there, if you go to Google, for instance, and you type in Manly Bakery, there is a fairly good chance, and I've tested this over and over again, so I already know, but there's, and I haven't tested Manly Bakery because I just made, made that up, but there's <laughs> a fairly good chance that if there is a Facebook page with the word Manly Bakery in it, it will come up in the top 10 searches for Google. That Facebook result will come up in the top 10 searches for Google. So understand what I'm saying here is that even if you had your website optimized as much as you could, you could always get another place for your own bakery if you've put the right keywords into your Facebook page profile. This is all that whole thing of dominating the first page or so on Google where it's no longer about having just websites and the search results like you're saying. It's suddenly you're seeing um, LinkedIn pages, Facebook pages, all the different social accounts popping up in the search results as well. Absolutely. Now, you want to take that one step further and if you can go and make sure that your – if you've got a physical address, you want to make sure that your physical address is also inside your social media accounts as well because here's the thing. When people are looking for your company on mobile, that plays an important part because your mobile device is obviously – geolocating device and these social profiles will dish up a physical address and your mobile will actually grab the nearest one too. So it plays a very important role in your business. If you've got a local listing, if you've got a bricks and mortar business, you want to make sure that your address is clearly defined in those social profiles as well. Mm, Absolutely. So um, and then the other thing about that is uh, if you're on Google and you've got a Google Plus account and you're making sure that your profile is filled out properly on your Google Plus account, then you're also going to get some pretty 
nice search results as far as your Google Plus account goes and your local listing appearing on the right-hand side of the search results. It's going to be pretty powerful. So you want to make sure that you're looking at doing that. Google Plus profile has your physical address in it as well. Very cool. Now, are we just talking about the physical address or should I just jump in um, with no, other yeah, tips? Go for it. Go for it. Tip, yeah, because yeah. Google Plus, here's, here's something really cool I wanted to share. So obviously in Google Plus, uh, if, if you don't have a Google Plus account yet, go and get one. If you have a YouTube account or a Gmail account, you pretty much already almost have one. You just have to turn it on. But uh, what, what it has is an about page which is your profile, and inside the actual description of your business, you can put links. So you can actually hyperlink keywords. So for example, you're writing your whole um, description in there, and then if you're a bakery, back to the bakery example, you could say, you know, this is, this is sort of our philosophy, this is who we are, and we offer amazing wedding cakes. You can then hyperlink the words wedding cakes to a page on your website that is your wedding cake page. Uh So you can be putting loads of links and keywords in in your bio. That's why I love it because you can link to your site. Uh But also what I love about Google Plus is it pretty much has like an unlimited amount of websites that you can add. So you can put in the web links, you can link your main website, but then you can link your social media accounts, you can link your landing pages, all sorts of things. It's just, it's the coolest cataloging of keywords and links that you could possibly do. And it is Google. So of course you want to be using it. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think we've spoken about Google a lot, but um, you know, I'm a big believer that Google has got a fairly good stranglehold on what's happening with social and search right now. And if you're not on Google+, um, get on there. Get on there. That's just my tip. Get on there. Just as a business listing even, yeah. even if you don't plan yet on having sort of posts to go up because, it, again, it's, it has its whole post update thing like Facebook. Even if you don't plan on doing that and that sounds all too hard, just get your listing properly set up. Yeah, so I've got, I got a question for you. The other day, somebody asked me, should they be on all of the platforms or not? And what would you say? What would you say? I'm just going to chuck this out here. Um, <laughs> if someone's asking about that, would you say get on all the platforms or not? It's an interesting question. Again, I think it does come back to where is your market going to be looking for you? Because here's the thing. Your market's going to make a, a judgment call on you whether you are being active or not in the places they feel that you should be active. So, for example, if you are sort of, a, I guess, a fashion designer, for example, and you're not on Pinterest because that's where women go and shop for sort of looks and beauty and things like that, then they may, they may make a judgment call against you that you actually have no idea about the market. You don't care about them because you're not where they're hanging out. So I think that the rule of thumb there is really to work out where your market is and get those accounts set up. Um, Because by setting up a whole bunch of accounts, I know we're saying it's important to get your profiles right, but if you have a load of empty accounts just with a profile filled out, then that also can look negatively on you because people are thinking, well, where are you? There's nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, Someone asked me about that. They said, oh, I've got these accounts set up, yeah. um, but I'm not doing much on them. I said, well, I said, put a post up the top that just sits there and says, uh, I'm not using this too much, but I am on these accounts and put a link it's to a where, they, where they can find you. So if anyone, but make sure make sure your bio is filled out properly. So all of the information that they need to know about you is there, but the, mm-hmm. the, the top post may be, hey, I'm hanging out more on Google Plus, go and check me out over there, or I'm on my 
Pinterest account, go and check it out here. Um, and let them know where you hang out in case you do have someone that comes along and says, well, let's see what they're, what they're doing. But don't go and create. And if they're not, as you said, um, if they're not, if your target market, your clients aren't on a platform, don't go and use it. Don't waste your time. Yeah, I'm going to explain that straight up. Don't waste your time. Yes, it's a good platform, but it is good for you. Probably not, so don't bother. Exactly. Yep. So it's one of those – I like what you suggested though, the idea of putting a post that explains where else you're hanging out. That's yeah. um, very smart. So it's better to have that I think than have something where you're just in there once a month. I was just actually doing some research on a d- couple different businesses and um, I was looking at their Facebook pages and some of them didn't have a post since you know September of last year. Mm, and let me guess they were social media experts. <laughs> actually sad <laughs> – sadly that you say that. You're, you're actually actually right on a couple of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. but, um, but, but it's such a, like, people are online scoping you out all the time, 24-7 from all over the world on all the different platforms, all the different devices. So you got to really think through that and think, like, if they're on there and they're engaging with you, if your profile is not filled out and they can't find more about you, and I found that as well, a lot of these places I'll go and I'm trying to find out more about the person, mm. and you can't even find a website on the person. They haven't even stuck their own website in there. So mm. it's, um, I think it's a lot more prevalent than we think. You know, there's not a lot of companies actually using this advice yet. No, it's crazy, but you're right. They're not. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> let me um, let me jump on this other part of it, and and this is the second half of the social SEO is giving people the ability to share your content. So if someone comes along and sees your blog post or your video or uh, some content that you put on your website, you want to make sure that you can get that into the eyes and streams of as many people as possible. So, H, give us a quick rundown on some of the plugins that are available for WordPress that um, lets – first, give us a rundown of what, what this looks like and then and then tell us what sort of plugins they can use. Yeah, so basically these are the little buttons that you see pop up on websites all over the place where it says, you know, share this and it have a Facebook and a Twitter button, little icons with, um, and oftentimes people in, enable the count so you can actually see a little number that pops up next to it, which just simply says this is how many times this particular page has been shared on Facebook. Mm. So the buttons are really cool because if you get a lot of good traffic, first of all, they show social proof, which is about, you know, you're seeing, oh, there's obviously a hundred other people already sharing this on Facebook. Cool. I'm going to share it too. But it also makes it extraordinarily easy from that page of content to share that, that information on your social platforms. Now in WordPress, in most, well, all, pretty much all web platforms, you can do this. In WordPress has plugins that you can use, which are pretty cool. There's one called TF Social Share. It's Twitter, Facebook, Social Share. And um, they're free. You know, you go in the plugin area and you can just turn them on from there and activate them. And in the plugins themselves, we'll have settings so you can actually check the boxes of the icons that you want to display, whether it's LinkedIn or Pinterest or Stum- StumbleUpon, Dig, those types of things. Now, I want to clarify yeah. something just here. You know, sure. we, we said that, okay, let's say, let's say that somebody says, you know what, I'm not going to be on LinkedIn. I don't think my target market's on LinkedIn. Does that mean that they don't check that box down the bottom? Oh, that's a, such a good point. Um, you want to check the box because it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be over on LinkedIn. It means that you're allowing people in LinkedIn to easily share. And what's interesting about this is if you notice that there's a bit of a spike or a pickup in people that are sharing using the LinkedIn button, that might be an indicator that you want to go in and into LinkedIn because obviously there are more of your market in there than you think. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. So do turn them on. As a rule of thumb, I, I generally just say LinkedIn, Facebook, Google Plus, um, Twitter are the main four. And then t- Pinterest as well. If you have a nice visual site with lots of good images and you want to consider, especially if you're going after the female market, you want to do Pinterest. Those are the general ones that you want to definitely always have. Another thing too, a lot of WordPress themes nowadays, most of them actually have these little buttons built in. So if you're setting up a theme, which is, you know, the look and feel of your WordPress website inside the theme settings, there will be a sub tab or some, some sort of menu in there that says social sharing or social media. You want to go in there and you want to have a look at the options that are in there from built into your theme because you just enable them in that area. And then similar to this plugin, you can do the same sort of setup. And if it comes with your theme, it's obviously going to be designed to fit into your theme and look really nice. So that's another suggestion as well. WordPress is getting better and better, I think. Yeah, every day. They're adding all these extra bits and pieces. I mean, it used to be a choice back then to have those social things in there, but now most WordPress installations come with that order automatically added in which is great yeah absolutely before we wrap up i want to give people um five tips i give them five tips for better social seo you ready for it let's do it okay uh number one if you are driving a car please pull over and start writing these down. <laughs> these are so important. <laughs> oh, or you can come back later. Yeah. Okay, number one, um, optimize your about section. So we've already spoken about that, but make sure you've optimized your about sections on all of your platforms, okay? All the platforms that you want to be on, make sure you optimize it. Um, here's a little tip. The category field is often overlooked on Facebook pages. So make sure that you are having the right category for your business. So many people miss that out. So just check that out. So that's the category field on Facebook. All right, number two. Give us number two, H. Number two? Oh, my gosh. I don't have it in front of me. Okay, I'll say number two is um, optimize your content on social. So here's a little thing. Um, Your content can also be optimized. So not just your bios, but when you're posting things on Twitter and Facebook, Use your business name once in a while too in your social media posts because um, yeah. what that's going to do is help you help Google associate the keywords that you use to describe your business name with your actual business name. So it's a good thing if you have a business name that doesn't really tell people what it does, you may want to use that little tip regularly. But in, even if you do have a business name that describes what you do, still use that tip. So basically use your business name in some of your social posts. Not every one of them. Maybe once a week you might want to do that. That's a good idea. Guess what? I have number three there. Oh, you do have number three. Awesome. (laughs) Okay. Number three, you want to build links by making your content shareable. So that's exactly what I was just saying, where you have the social share buttons turned on on your website. You need them turned on, switched on, and that allows people to very quickly, very easily share good content on your site. Absolutely. All right. Number four is sign up for your Google Plus account. I'm going to strongly say sign up for it. And spend 10 minutes a day on it. Spend 10 minutes a day on Google+, Plus, getting to learn it. It's it's a great uh, platform. I think you should be on it. Um, I'm not even going to go into why, other reasons why I think because the search the search benefits in there as well. But uh, one of the tips is that, and I think you mentioned this earlier, put all of your URLs, your Facebook URL, your LinkedIn, your YouTube, your Twitter, your Instagram, all your websites – Put all of those inside your profile as well. It's just going to make it a lot better profile for people to look for bits of information for you. Absolutely. And you know what? It'll save you money because here's the other thing. We've stopped using GoToWebinar and we now use Google Hangouts not only for 
our you know webinars that we do publicly. This this is a free tool, you guys, that comes with Google Plus, Google Hangouts. But also, I'll jump on with my team, um, and, and we'll just share screens on there. If it's more, if there's like four of us, we'll just jump on and have a chat and share screens and stuff. The coolest tool ever that comes with Google Plus, just from a business tool perspective, you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then if you've, got, if you've got a local listing, if you're a local business and you've got a bricks and mortar, then you want to make sure you're creating a Google Plus listing. So make sure you keep your, uh, your information up to date on your Google Plus account um, and your Facebook. But uh, you know what? The best way to go and create a Google Plus local listing uh we'll put a link in the resource the show notes for this show yeah. so go and check your show notes out we'll have a link there for you so that you can go and uh click on the link it's, it's a google how to of how to claim your own listing so that's what i think we'll do for that one that's so yeah it's a good idea and, and again that is so important because when you enable that you also allow people to put up reviews uh, and it's, it becomes such a powerful part of the search results of when people are typing in about your business. They can see your the Google map that comes up. They see reviews that people have left. So you definitely want to have full control over that and have that turned on. Yeah, you know, um, I'm glad you're mentioning reviews. Reviews, although this is a complete sidetrack, I just know that reviews are becoming more and more powerful. Um, oh, yeah. Not only are they powerful for finding out what's going on, but businesses – are living and dying by some of these reviews out there, and this is nothing to do with social SEO. And we might even we may do a review talk, a review podcast one day to talk about reviews and tips and tricks about reviews. Because what I'm finding is a lot of businesses are really struggling with uh, some of the reviews and how they how they're coping with negative reviews and that sort of stuff. So maybe we yes. should put that on the list of things to do down the track. Good one. Good topic. <laughs> okay, so I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Now, quick little announcement. OnlineMasterPlanSeries.com has just been launched. It is a brilliant piece, if I must say so myself. <laughs> uh, Heather and I, with three other experts, we got together. We, we really covered nearly every all the social media, big six social media platforms. We have um, a special traffic module in there. We have so many videos that are going to be drip-fed to people over a period of six months so every month you will get a whole range of videos go through them if you need to know anything about social media whether it's strategy whether it's how to's it will be covered in online master plan series so go and check it out go and we've got three videos actually up there already for free so go and check out online master plan series.com we took a bit of time making it but now we've got it there we've got live hangouts twice a month so you can get all your questions asked. You have well, answered, actually, asked and answered. Um, we have, uh, we've got, uh, I said, five of us there, and we're really looking forward to sharing all that information with you. So come and check us out, onlinemasterplanseries.com. Come and check us out. I mean, I learn stuff from these guys all the time. We have such a fun time together, and it's really easy to understand and implement information, you know. So we'd love to see you in there. Um Hey, I want to do a quick shout out to somebody. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we love it when you guys reach out to us, whether it's an email or social media or, you know, especially reviews on iTunes or wherever you want to reach out. We got an email from a guy named Kevin Factor in South Africa, and he's a photographer over there. And he said that he listens to us when he is doing what he said, runs or walks through the forest, right? Run, yeah, running through the forest. Running through the forest. So this is a quick shout out to you, Kevin. Thank you so much for just reaching out and, you know, just popping us an email and saying hello. We really appreciate when you guys do that because it just means that um, we're helping you out. We know that we're on the right track. 
Yeah, awesome. So if you're listening to us in the forest, Kevin, watch out for that bear. No, I don't think you're in the forest. I think you might have lions and tigers where you are rather than yeah, bears. exactly. So uh, thanks for reaching out, Kevin. That's great. Awesome. All right, Rachel, that's another thing. Uh, where can they find the show notes if they want to go and get these resources we talked about? So you want to go on over to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast and you just go ahead and pop into the episode that's in there. This is 64, yeah? It is number 64. 64. So you want to click on episode 64 and inside there we have a full article that has cool little resources and Andrew said we'll pop the video in there from the Amazon um, new service they're offering. So come on by. You Actually, you'll like the site as well. We have a lot of good stuff in there. So it'd be good to see you in there. Autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. All right, H, will you have a good week. Enjoy speaking to this big group of people you're speaking to on the weekend. I will, I will. And uh, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye guys. Bye-bye. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelt securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.